Welcome to the Finding Joy in the Journey podcast. This is Sheridan Ripley from Enjoy Life. I'm a wife and a mother of three boys ranging from 22 down to 14. I'm an author of five and a half books, and I love to teach my online classes, and I also enjoy one-on-one coaching. I'm so excited you joined me here today as I share some tips and tools to help you find joy in your journey through life. Today, I'm going to talk about how I became a reluctant author. Some people love to write. It is in their blood. It is a gift they have, and they get great joy from writing. They even feel they have to write. They're driven to do it. I don't have these things, yet I am now an author of six books. So today I'm going to share what books I've written, how that came to be, and I don't know, just kind of my story. I thought it might be interesting for some of you. My first book that I wrote was a freebie for my Enjoy Birth blog. I am a hypnobaby's childbirth instructor and a birth doula. And I decided to write a book to share my top three tips to enjoy birth. That's actually the title, Top Three Tips to Enjoy Birth. It's very short. It's only 34 pages, and it's available as a free download to people who want to sign up for my newsletter, my birth newsletter. It was pretty easy to write as it was information I was used to sharing with clients. And um, as a doula, I had attended many births and just kind of gathered what I thought everyone really should know in order to enjoy birth. And I actually really love this book because it's very simple, yet it's very powerful, the information that's in it, and it's pretty easy to apply. It was a good first experience writing a book, though I did not like the editing part. I have never liked the editing part of any of my books. And it was, it was a challenge, but it was definitely a doable challenge. But I did not feel the need to write any more books after doing that. But what happened is that I met some amazing women who were all birth bloggers that were also members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, like I am. And Felice Austin was kind of spearheading this because she had this inspiration to write a book about the spirituality of pregnancy and birth. She gathered us together, us five women, and we all wrote different essays. We also reached out to the birth community um, or people that were had birthed recently that had spiritual experiences in their pregnancy or birth and asked them to share their stories. So we created this book called The Gift of Giving Life, which has these essays and the birth stories organized in a really beautiful way. And it was this amazing group effort. It definitely was a labor of love, and it also definitely was directed by God. It's probably the book I am most proud of to this point, because it's really an amazing book. And the women that read it express their love and and how much it has helped them in their pregnancy and birth. And so I know the meaning behind it and that it's powerful. So I'm so glad I was a part of it. But it also made me say I will never write another book again. It was so much work and it took us literally years to write it. It has now been out for almost 10 years And we're still selling many copies a month just from word of mouth. And if you happen to love birth and want to help be on a team, like you love social media, I I would love to get it out more, but that's just not my passion anymore. Um, So all of us are kind of no longer in the birthing 
uh, time, I guess you could say. Like, that's not the stage of life we're in. So all of the authors kind of have stepped back a little bit, but we still love the book. And obviously, it's still out there. My next book is called Power Up Your Prayers, a 40-day prayer challenge. A few years ago, God impressed upon me to do a 40-day prayer challenge for my newsletter subscribers, and I did it. I sent out a newsletter every day. It was on email and on Instagram, I think, and um, just with a little thing you could do every day to up your prayer power. It was so great. It was so much work, but I got such great feedback, and I didn't want it to just disappear once it was done. So I decided to make it into a book. I thought it wouldn't be too hard since everything was written already, and that actually did make it easier, but it was still a lot of work to compile everything and make it look good, and then of course the editing, uh, still don't love that. But I do love the steps that I offer in these books, and I love that it has helped people to power up their prayers. So for me, it was definitely worth that labor of love. And again, when I was done, I think I literally said, I'll never write another book again. I should not say that, right? Because later that same year, um, God told me to do another 40-day challenge or within that year, because I think the prayer challenge was like Thanksgiving, Christmas. But by the next spring, I did a 40-day meditation challenge. Again, it was sent out to my newsletter subscribers, and I think on Instagram, must have been. It was fun to do. I love teaching people to meditate, and I have a very simple way for them to learn to do it, tiny step by step. And so it was great. Again, once that was done, I didn't want that information to be lost, so I created it into a book. For some reason, I don't mind writing blog posts, but to write a book and then compile it and edit it is so crazy. So again, I hated the editing, but once it was done, I was like, phew. But then it's interesting with both of those books, I've never put a lot of effort into sharing them. They're just out there and I tell my students and clients about it. But maybe one day I'll kind of revamp them or try to publicize them a little bit more because it was a lot of work, but it's good to do. Okay, the fifth book that I put out, I actually wrote before the prayer book or the meditation book. I just never edited it and got it all finalized. I used to have this amazing website called Pregnancy, Birth, and Babies, where I had gathered over hundreds of positive birth stories. They were all organized by topic and by type, like hospital birth, water birth, comfortable, manageable discomfort, Um, most of the moms had used hypnobabies. And it was just amazing. This website was such a wealth of stories and, and information. Well, I created it using, I think it was called Front Page, like this old Microsoft program. And over time, that was no longer supported. And where I had it hosted would no longer, I guess, allow that website to be there. It was kind of really upsetting because it takes a lot of time to build this. It had hundreds of pages and I didn't have the energy or the money to pay somebody to switch everything over. And so I basically downloaded everything and then changed it to a very simple blog, which is still out there, Pregnancy, Birth and Babies, and has a few pages of information, but not all those amazing stories so beautifully organized. I decided to compile them into a book. I gathered my favorite stories. I gathered my favorite topics, and organized everything. 
And again, I did this years ago, but never had that stamina or drive to actually finish it, to get it all edited, to make it look nice. But finally, in 2019, I did. I'm not sure what changed, but I was like, oh, I'm going to do this. And again, it was sort of easy because I was compiling things that were already written. And actually, I had already compiled them. It was just the editing at that point. And it, it just kills me. I really probably should clear some energy around editing because it has to be done if you're going to do a book. But once I was done that, I'm like, okay, phew, there's, I'm good. Except that I knew that I wasn't done writing books. I had one more book in me. And it is something that God and other people have been telling me to write for many years. It's called The Mexico Miracle. It is the true story of when my 16-year-old son snuck down to Mexico and got kidnapped and all the miracles surrounding his return home and then how we processed everything as a family and healed after that experience. That happened in 2014 and it was hard for me to commit to write that book because I knew it would be different than any of the other books I had written. It was very emotional to relive and rethink about everything and write everything down. Luckily, I have detailed journals from that time. So I, going back and reading those journals, I was able to actually remember more details. And what happened is that we moved in 2019. And in the fall of 2019, I was like, I think it's almost time to write the book. But I didn't quite have that oomph to get it done. My friend, Connie Sokol, was teaching a class called Bounced Redefined Professional. I decided to sign up for it in January of 2020 with the intention that I would write The Mexico Miracle. It was so very helpful to have this class and to have this group where I was meeting and had to check in with how I was doing to actually get momentum on writing the book, rereading the journals, writing down all my memories, and then I felt inspired that I should share some of the tools that I teach in the book after sharing the main part of the story, then kind of how to add that all in it. It was really, really challenging to do that because I had so much information, so many memories. And luckily, I have wonderful friends who were willing to read the book as it moved along and give me feedback on what to take out, what to leave in, what to add. And it's definitely been a labor of love and I've worked really hard on it since January with editing it so many times guys you know I don't like editing that's been my biggest hang up with writing books and I must have edited it probably 10 to 15 times I couldn't have done it without all my advanced readers and their feedback and but it's so it's almost done guys like now it's just at one one person who is helping to make it look pretty cover's done and it should be available for pre-order. At least the ebook is going to be available for pre-order by the time this podcast comes out. And I honestly think that it is my best book yet. It's certainly different from any of my other books because it is a true story. It's just a powerful story of miracles and how God can intervene when people make dumb choices and how God can help families heal from difficult situations. I'm excited. I'm excited to announce it. The Mexico Miracle is definitely going to be released on November 11th, 2020, six years after the actual event of Devin getting kidnapped in Mexico and escaping. I really hope I don't have to write another book, but I know not to say I never will write another book because who knows? God might ask me to write about something else. I hope I get a couple year break, but 
I don't know. This is how I became a reluctant author and how we can do hard things, especially when we have people around us and teams to support us as we move forward to do them. So what kind of hard thing do you have that you want to do or maybe that you don't want to do that you maybe need a little support in getting done? I'd love to hear what that is and see what I can do to help you move forward in accomplishing that goal. Go ahead and shoot me an email. I'd love to hear about it and give you some feedback or ideas on how you can move forward. Thanks for listening today. Please subscribe so you never miss a tip or a tool. And I love to read reviews if something that you learned here today was beneficial for you, please share it with your friends so they can benefit too. Thanks! And remember that if you want to learn more tips or tools or see what other resources I have available, you can visit my website, SheridanRipley.com. Enjoy!